it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. In the UK, I wanted to make sure you're aware of something which went down last week. As a former military guy, I'm very concerned about communication security, especially now as a journalist. It's important that who I talk to, you know, no one else is listening. Well, last week, a letter was released which showed many of the encrypted apps that we use to communicate privately were actually sharing information or have been sharing information with the federal government and other agencies. iMessage from Apple and WhatsApp from Facebook were two of the ones that were especially uh, highlighted for doing this. But there was one encrypted messaging service that was not in the article. Utopia P2P is a privacy ecosystem. It's decentralized. It's based on blockchain. It's anonymous. There's no central server that someone can break into and hack all your messages. So if you're interested in communicating without anyone else knowing that you're communicating or being able to hear what or see what you communicated, go to Utopia P2P or U.IS for further information, and they'll tell you everything you need to know. Welcome back to Information Operation. We are still out of the studio traveling, uh, doing some reporting outside of uh, the home base. But today we have a, a a really interesting guest. Sally Grubbs is the head of the Cobb County GOP in Cobb County, Georgia. Welcome, Sally. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Todd. So you went through kind of an ordeal, uh, as the whole country did yes, uh, recently on the Jan 6th uh, anniversary of what the left is trying to make a, uh, you know, a horrific event worse than Pearl Harbor and worse than 9-11. While we've got uh, hundreds of political prisoners literally rotting in jail in Washington, D.C. without due process. But you went through something in Cobb County, and I just thought our, our audience should know what happened to you on that event. So let us know. Well, <clears throat> one of the things that we've done in Cobb County, which I think is very important, is we have a um, our Cobb GOP prayer group. Mm -hmm. And uh, where we are in this country, in my view at this point, is that um, we are not really going to be able to be successful and to make the change in the country that we need without the help of, of God through much mm -hmm. prayer. Mm -hmm. And one of the people on my team said um, through look ahead America, there were prayer vigils and um, candlelight ceremonies across the country. Could we participate in that? And one of the things that I committed to when I ran as a County party chair was that much like President Trump said, giving the party back to the people, I believe in uh, the people in the county who are members of the GOP having a voice and being able to participate. Um, at the time the announcement went out, um, I saw it, I take responsibility for it, but there was a word mm -hmm. that was used in it called commemorate. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so when you, when you want to think about looking back and honoring something, you think about commemorating it um, when you commemorate the life of someone who's passed away and that kind of thing. So I didn't mm -hmm. see anything wrong with the word, mm -hmm. but, um, 
the announcement was forwarded to um, a reporter with the AJC and who called a Democratic rep here in the county to get um, their opinion on it. And of course, anything you get the Democrats' opinion on when it comes to January 6th, they've fallen in line with the national narrative on their side of that it was an insurrection and, and all that kind of stuff. And let me be clear, I don't condone any violence mm -hmm. uh, in any city, county, state, <clears throat> or at the, the uh, Capitol at all whatsoever. And I do believe that anyone commit, who committed any acts of violence need to be brought to justice. Have no problem with that. But this Democrat representative said, called it an homage to treason. Mm -hmm. And once that kind of slogan, I guess the left really uh, clamored on to that slogan. And so there was a Twitter post and feed. And so pretty much since that came out, I've received uh, disparaging phone calls, not from people in Cobb County, but from people in uh, across the country. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a couple of professors, which is interesting to me, um, mm -hmm. because we know the direction of our education uh, education system. And uh, a couple of professors have contacted me. I had one guy who called my office to tell my admin that she was working for a terrorist and you know, so it's, uh, it's been a difficult week. So I'm curious, did you get support within, and let me say that the, the AJC reporter was Greg Bluestein. Is that Bluestein, correct? And yes, in, his, correct. in his tweets, he didn't mention anything about the political prisoners and their lack of due process. He didn't mention anything about the government involvement in the, in the Jan 6 with, you know, informants with Ray Epps telling everybody to go to the Capitol. None of that was mentioned. It was completely biased reporting, which we reported on in the Georgia record, actually. So, but what about in the, in the GOP in Georgia? Did you get any pushback from there? Um, I did get pushback. There are people that are in the GOP who, um, I guess they watch too much CNN mixed mm -hmm. in, or perhaps there are some commentators, even on Fox news who have bought in the narrative that it was an mm -hmm. insurrection and, um, that, uh, you know, and my my issue is, and what I tell people is, is that it's really a nonpartisan issue. Anyone right. who is incarcerated uh, without due process, without their constitutional rights being honored, um, that can happen to a Democrat or a Republican or someone who has no political party affiliation whatsoever. If you're an American and you were detained without being charged and without legal representation, uh, that's a problem in America because when you have that happen, that turns us, that makes us no better than, um, you know, other communist countries in Cuba. I mean, being detained without due process, that's one of those special things that sets America apart. Well, I would like to think, and I'm sure you would agree with me, that if it was some, a bunch of Democrats up there with getting beaten without religious rights, without being access to counsel, you know, solitary confinement for months, I think we'd be up in arms over that as well. I mean, would you agree with me on that? I agree with you on that. And I think that we see the double mm -hmm. standard. I mean, the Democrats, you know, when you look at what happened in Washington State and Seattle and, you uh, you know, a federal building that was burned and you had people that were murdered. Mm -hmm. You know, this one guy who uh, was complaining, saying that, I was, you know, you endorse cop killers. And I'm like, well, what cops were killed on January the 6th? Right. And he referenced Brian Sicknick, who actually died of a coronary event. 
um, did not die from anything that happened on January the 6th. Um, unfortunately, there were, you know, Ashley Babbitt and um, right. Roseanne Boyland who lost their lives. And Roseanne Boyland lives here locally or lived here locally. Um, it's been mm-hmm. devastating, of course, to her family. And, you know, I want justice for those people, too. Yeah, and the, and the feds haven't released, what is it, 14,000 hours of videotape? I mean, some of it start to trickle out as to actually what happened. Um, but I don't think the American people know what happened uh, during that period. So that was obviously hard to go through. But I think the GOP has seen a lot of interesting things in Georgia since the 2020 election. I and mean, Have you been involved in any of the – I know there's, to, for our audience, there's really been a grassroots effort to try to – um, prevent what happened in Georgia in 2020 from happening again from the bottom up. And there's been a lot of pushback from the establishment. Do you want to talk about that at all? Or is that something you are comfortable with? Well, it's, it's, no, I'm not comfortable with it because, right, you know, right. I, I, to your point, I, I believe that mm-hmm. there is pushback from the establishment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we had David Purdue come speak this morning. And um, we also had Kelvin King. And then at the end, I had a surprise visitor um, who called late yesterday to get on the the schedule for today. And it was Marjorie Taylor Greene. And yeah, so it was a fantastic event today and people were Mm -hmm. very happy. Um, I don't know whether you know or not, but um, with the redistricting, Marjorie Taylor Greene now has part, her part of the 14th district now comes into West Cobb County. So we have some more representation now, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Barry Loudermilk is one of our representatives. He does a good job. Um, but there are those in the, um, in the GOP who, uh, I don't know if you want to call them, I don't like the terms establishment, rhino, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I want everyone mm-hmm. to be patriotic Americans is what right. I would like. Um, and you would think that if they're in the party, they would be. But there are some that would rather tear down uh, the party and then to be productive and move forward. And one of the things that I've thought a lot about and studied a lot about, prayed a lot about it, is the fact that people call people like me Trumpers, you know, that we've, we drank the Kool-Aid of Trump and that kind of thing. And that is so not true. Um Yes, I love the policies that President Trump enacted, but my son said something the other day, which was very accurate and very profound. He said it it wasn't that Trump came along with all these ideas. The ideas were there. Taking, for example, the Tea Party, you know, back in the early 2000s, we had the Tea Party Patriots and the Tea Party Express and that all those ideals, those conservative ideals were already there. Trump just came along, he embraced them, and he implemented the policies to support embracing those ideals. So being a Trumper is really a misnomer. It's being a patriotic American, staying true to the Republican principles of less government, balanced budgets, pro-life, all those kinds of things that we stand for. And he just gave it a voice. And I don't know why there are people that would push back about that because that's what we're supposed to all believe in. And they just put the cult of personality above the principles. A lot of it has to do with money. I think also where, you know, special interests and that type of thing that are donating and expect 
a return. Um, but tell me about the election. How? Uh, I know there's been a lot of work in Georgia to try to make sure 22 is is a good election and that people can be confident of that. What are your feelings on that? Has enough been done? What are you doing in Cobb County uh, to make sure elections are, are free and fair? Well, we do have our election protection task force, which encompasses uh, securing poll watchers for all the polling locations. You know, we are a big county. Um, I believe we have 147 precincts. Um, the With the SB202, things have changed quite a bit uh, as far as staffing the polling locations. There's some great things about 202, but there are some things that need improvement. So we are working um, to get those improvements done. Another one of the things that I've been focused on is um, ensuring that counties, not just Cobb County, but counties across the state, understand that there are huge issues with the Dominion voting systems, as we all know. Um, but in the Curling v. Raffensperger case, mm -hmm. there is an expert witness who, who submitted testimony in a deposition and an explanation of just how unsecure those machines are. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a man by the name of Dr. Halderman. And there's a report that he did that details exactly how those machines are compromised. And um, we need the redacted version of that report to come out. So I'm working on that. We need all of the anyone who's on a, an election board in a county needs to request a copy of the redacted version so that they can understand exactly what's going on with these machines. Uh, personally, I feel like we need to have hand-marked paper ballots. There's a way to do that with part of the configuration of the machines now um, hmm. that we can get rid of the BMDs. The BMDs are also an issue due to ballot secrecy. You know, we're afforded the right to have absolute ballot secrecy, and we don't have that with the BMDs. So That's the ballot they, marking devices, right? Correct, mm -hmm. and they need to go. They need to go. So um, I'm all for hand-marked paper ballots. And uh, for Dr. Halderman's report, the redacted report to be released from Judge Totenberg, um, it would be very helpful to not only counties in Georgia, but there are other counties across the country that are using this equipment. And this report really needs to come out. As far as other preparations, there are um, the voter rolls, uh, need to be looked at and cleaned up. So we have, we're trying to attack it from all fronts, but it's a lot. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing I can say is everybody does need to get involved. Um, we still have a lot of precinct officer positions open. You know, a lot of people will say, what can I do? Is there anything I can do? And I say, well, yeah, you can get involved in the GOP because we need you. We need those precinct offices filled. We need house district offices filled. Because, it, you know, our founders were very wise in giving us a government that we run mm -hmm. and we can run it, but we have to have everybody participate. It is not a spectator sport. So um, I lost my train of thought. I had a question I was going to ask you, but uh, I guess it'll come to me later. Um, anything else you want people to know about the Cobb County GOP? I just want people to know that we're working hard. Um, I like working also with other counties, but my priority is the Cobb GOP. My priority is getting good conservatives elected and for mm -hmm. our, and to have a good relationship. You know, we have a lot of elected officials 
um, that we want to have good working relationships with. Um, and we need to, we need to work together. We need to have them support us so that we can support them. I remembered what I was going to ask you. Judge Totenberg, uh, we just had an appeal with voter GA to try to get relief for that case. But a lot of people don't know that the machines in Georgia were declared illegal before the 2020 election in October. That's and correct. Was, and so, but she didn't give any relief because it was so close to the election. Um, and I know Garland is going to appeal that case. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, in that, in any thoughts on why she didn't release the Halderman report? I believe that she didn't release the Halderman report because it is extremely damning. Mm -hmm. And I think if people really understood the true issues with the machines, I think she was afraid of major retribution from, from the public. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she's, she's trying to be concerned. And I don't know judge Totenberg. I've never spoken with her. Um, I'm not intimately involved in the case, but I would have mm -hmm. to imagine that if people really realized how compromised those machines are uh, and that anybody with any small degree of technological savvy can affect an election, I think people would be petrified to know how close we are to being Venezuela. Yeah. Well, Sally, thank you. How can people support your efforts? How can they help the Cobb County GOP? How can they get involved? Um, where do they find you on, on the internet? If they go to CobbGOP.org, they can join. They can follow us. We are on Facebook, although I'm in Facebook jail right now. Personally, mm. they can follow the Cobb GOP on Facebook. And I would encourage anyone, even if they're not in Cobb County, um, for instance, Marcy McCarthy, who's in DeKalb County. Uh, mm -hmm. She's a great patriot. Jim Tolley mm -hmm. in Paulding County is a great patriot. We have some great GOP chairs. You need to join your local GOP you need to become a precinct officer or a house district officer and understand how the system works. You know, a lot of people don't understand it and they need to educate themselves and go to every, we're having a constitution class coming up. Would love to have people participate. Uh, we want people educated. We want to do the outreach. Uh, like today I said, you know, the Republican party is the big tent party. I want the big tent to bust at the seams. Yeah. A lot of, Minorities and Hispanics, especially, are, are coming our way. Uh, they don't like what's going on either. Well, exactly. Sally, thank you for your time. I want to have you back on as we get closer to the election and see how things are going in Cobb. Absolutely. Thank you.